0: another episode for Radio Liferay, uh, welcome, and um, yeah, this is, uh, uh, I'm, I'm doing more and more unnumbered episodes because I'm not aware of the uh, order in which to publish them, but uh, well, this one is recorded at least just after the European Symposium, and is, is another session where I have more than one partner to speak to, and with me is, uh, going in alphabetical order, Alex Chow. Um, and Sergio González yeah pretty some yeah I'm trying to pronounce names but I didn't prepare <laughs> this <laughs> it was probably a rather rather uh, say your own name no it was good Sergio González González yeah see that's what I yeah. thought there was some some other pronunciation <laughs> in there and Alex yes did I butcher your name no no perfect okay. brilliant <laughs> okay so we know the names, other than that, um, who, who else are you, more than your name, and what are you doing here?
1: Alphabetical order.
2: Alphabetical order? Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm Alex Chow, uh, I am a senior software engineer with Liferay. I've been with Liferay since uh, May of 2005, um, which makes it around uh, over six years now. Uh, We were doing some counting yesterday um, after the symposium and and we figured, depending on how you count it, I am number eight hired in Liferay. Um, uh, Because of that, uh, a lot of the source code in Liferay has my name in it, but if you ask me questions about it, I probably have forgotten. (laughs) Uh, So, um, but I I was hired um, back in 2005 uh, when when the company was just uh, beginning to hire uh, employees uh, outside of the main uh, founders of the company. Um, and uh, my main task is as a, as a core engineer. Uh, I'm uh, born and raised in the uh, Los Angeles area um, and, uh, and worked in Southern California for, for many years before joining Liferay and uh currently i work out of the uh massive uh uk office um a, a totaling a, a grand number of 2 um uh uh our, our alliance manager and, and and myself um but i work out of my home and uh most of the time um uh i it, because of time zones i i work a lot with the uh, the German office, and also the Spanish office, and sometimes the Hungarian office as well. Um, But uh, I I also try to pester Brian Chan a lot, although he's in uh, the L.A. office, so the time zone's a little bit of a pain at times. Um, Oh, and I'm also the first uh, Mac user in all of Liferay. And when, when I first was hired by by Liferay, Brian Chan said that uh, he would issue me a, a, a laptop. And I said, if it's not a Mac, I won't take it. So uh, for the first few, uh, first year or so uh, after joining Liferay, I was using my own laptop because I didn't want to use, uh, what's that other operating system? Mm-hmm. Oh, I forget, mm-hmm. but yes. So. Which one, of these? Which one? <laughs> uh, the one I use or the other? The other. Okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, yes, so I, I, I've, I've been lobbying to uh, take the title of chief Mac user, but um, that has been rejected a few times. Um, but yes, that is who I am. Great. And then alphabetical order, yeah. following Sergio.
1: Oh. I'm Sergio González. Oh, Sergio González, Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. Get your name right.
2: Um <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
1: And I'm a core engineer from the Spanish office. I joined the Library like two years ago, almost no, nah, like almost two years ago. I joined like last January, no, the, the year before. So I was the, I think I was the sixth employee in the Library of Spain. And right now we are, I think that we are more than fifteen. So we increase a lot. Um, yeah, I'm basically doing like core engineer at the beginning when I joined, I was more focused on doing like support and also like performance tuning, and like system, but now I moved to, to developing and I really enjoy that. Um, basically where I'm more focused is maybe in UI and usability. Um, for the last year, mainly I've been like developing for document library most of the time with, with Alex
0: that sets more or less the tone Uh, what is natural to speak about uh, document library Uh, (laughs) I couldn't decide whom of you to talk to or or to let talk uh, during the symposium about document library so I took the easy route and asked both of you to do a joint talk uh, which you did and then we decided to do a joint recording on this uh, which we are currently doing Uh, but uh, well can you Tell us a bit about what you have been working on in Document Library. That changed quite a bit and you had quite a bit to do, I think.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think we changed a lot. So we changed from the UI till the backend. We have made like refactor, like almost everything, I think. From the UI, we changed like completely reskin it. Now we have like we're using Ajax for most of it. So now we have like too much JavaScript on that. It's faster in the UI. It's very responsive. Also, the appearance of that is completely new. It's more similar to a like, native file browser. Um, yeah, I think we, we did a great job. We're still working on that. But for the next release, I think that we improve a lot in, in content management, and specifically in, in document library. So I was mo- I was working most of the time in, in UI, in developing the new UI using like JavaScript, CSS, and trying to create the or to define the mockups that we implemented. So I was trying to apply them to document library, and Alex was working more on the backend stuff. So maybe you can explain what you did, Alex.
2: Yeah, um, I mean, from the backend uh, side, one of the uh, major requests by a lot of customers was uh, to be able to use Liferay Portal as um, sort of a an entryway into um, other repositories, other document repository systems. And uh, earlier, um, there was the release of um, CMIS uh, protocol. Um, uh, content management interoperability S services, services probably. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> something, <laughs> something, something. Yes, uh, the CMIS 1.0 uh, was released, and um, that was a, a, a huge um, step within OASIS and, and with, with uh, many um, repository providers. And so, we took the step to look at uh, CMIS as not only a, a protocol of inoperability, but also to as a means to um, integrate other repositories with Liferay. Um, <clears throat> so that means if you're running, um, uh, you know, a, a, a CMIS compliant rep- uh, repository uh, like Nuxio or Alfresco or um, uh, what is it from FileNet from IBM or um, or or some less compliant systems like uh, SharePoint and. Uh, uh, documentum, um, liferay would be able to um, to hook onto these and synchronize all the, the data and the information across the repository so that any changes done on the repository would be reflected in Liferate and vice versa. Um, <clears throat> however, in, the, in order to get to this stage, we had to basically um, re-architect most of the backend uh, for this to work. And... Um, I mean, that, that's basically been uh, what we've been doing for the last year. Um, just, you know, for, for, at least my end was, was mainly focused on re-architecting uh, the backend so that it could work together with, uh, with um, multiple other repositories and synchronize uh, the data. Um, and also to provide um, the, the APIs so that the front end, what Sergio was working on, um, could, uh, could utilize it. Um, yeah.
1: Actually, that's a very interesting point because when we met in Madrid so for like linking backend with frontend, he has been developing for I don't know how many weeks or even months without any UI. So he was uh, like coding <laughs> yeah. and just doing all the backend stuff without any UI to test it or to hook. So he just came to Spain, <laughs> and actually it was pretty good because we created the UI and we just linked the different services with the UI. And actually, pretty, I mean, it worked pretty well. We just need to make like some changes or fix some bugs, but most of it worked.
2: Yeah, we probably it, it was it was actually really interesting when we first uh, got together because. Um, yeah, well, I, I was working blindly, right, and yeah. and the main mechanism that I used to test out my work was J-units, yeah. right, which of course as, you know, as we all know, LifeRate has tons of J-units, right? Uh, I, I say that slightly facetiously, but um, uh, with, uh, so I was testing it all by J-units, and when I met up with Sergio, um, you know, I, I flew in on, I think, like a Tuesday or something like that, and like Within one or two days um, of debugging, we got the whole thing to work from from the Ajax front end to the back end, and it was it was it just came together. So it was a uh, it was a surprisingly smooth transition. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, um, but but what the the funny thing is. Um, you know, uh, like I said, I've been with Lifer for forever now, right? And I've, I've looked at, I'm, I'm, familiar with a lot of the source code for a long time, but then now I look at the document library and and all the front end stuff that Sirheel has been making, I have no clue what's in there, <laughs> you know. And so, like sometimes, you know, we're 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 nearing, um, you know, the feature and code freeze uh, for for six one right now and. And you know, uh, uh, there's there's the bugs that regression bugs and you know different bugs that we're trying to figure out. And I look at them, and it's like you know it's a UI thing. So I, I try finding you know where the code is for this, and I have no clue where it is. <laughs> you know because the whole thing has so much completely be re- been redesigned. So um, yeah, it's it's
1: a completely a mystery now for me. Yeah, we changed everything in the UI. Also, we improve not only like the physical appearance of the portlet, but we also made different things. For example, the multiple uploader thing, where you could upload multiple files that everybody was complaining that, okay, I just can only like browse them and upload them, but they cannot not say the description or I cannot set the tags or categories. So we did that finally. So now everybody's able to just select a bunch of files and click, change whatever they want and just click mm-hmm. upload. And besides also, you're also working on the back end in creating the new, like, New feature we have in document library in CDO 1 is about document types. Yeah. So now user is not only able to add like a file, but he's able to add like a um, symposium document or add a CV or add a budget. So the user, like the administrator, can define different metadata and associate it to a document type. And then every time the user at add, like adds a new specific document type, like a bunch like a budget, then he can select the file and also fill different metadata that may be required or not and then uploaded. So we also created that new feature for for One. Yeah,
2: and w- one thing that's uh really good with the document types is it's also tied into workflow. Yeah. So um uh, like, you know, let's say you have a, a legal document for example and you upload a legal document and you need to make sure to have certain metadata, um, I don't know what legal documents do, but you know, yeah, <laughs> jurisdiction, jurisdiction, yeah, brilliant. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> so jurisdiction, or you know, um, some some type of uh, you know, uh, a question of copyright or whatever, right? So so it might have extra metadata associated with it. Well, we can assign, um, we can specify within a given folder now um, that if you upload a legal document and you fill in the m- metadata thread, it, it will go through a specific workflow. So it might be directed to your legal department and have your legal approval uh, um, process go through and, and so your lawyers will take a look at it and they could reject it. Or it could be a, a marketing um, document type and it, it would have to go through the marketing um, uh, workflow. So so not only do you have document types, but these document types are, are uh, have a relationship with the workflows now. So Previously in 6.0, um, workflow was uh, such that it, any any document uploaded to the document library would need to be um, all go through one workflow and only one workflow. There was no more. But now in 6.1, you have the option of, of uh, you have a lot more flexibility in not only having multiple workflows, but specifying different document types for different workflows and the and, and like. So it, it adds actually a lot of um, flexibility for uh, administrators and also um, uh, people who are trying to manage the data that is in your, your repository,
1: in, in Liferay. So, yeah. so we also, like, besides creating new features, we also decided to go and improve like usability. So it's even easier to do like, certain operations that before they weren't so obvious. Like for example, moving file. Right now from moving files you just can click, drag and drop it, so you just can select multiple files, drag them and drop in the folder that you want. So for example, those things that they are like pretty simple, but that I think that makes like huge difference from the user point of view. Definitely yeah.
0: And um, well as far as I've seen, the document library looks now not only similar, but exactly the same as the image gallery, right? Because it is the image gallery.
1: Yeah, I mean, what we did, we, we merged, like, image gallery, with made a migration with all the images. Right now, they are stored in document library. So, what actually, right now, we don't have document library anymore. We changed the name from document library to documents and media library. And image gallery, like, was again renamed, and now it's media gallery. Because right now, media gallery is only used for displaying specific, like, certain types of documents. So, for example, you just can select, okay, in this media gallery, I, can, I only want to display videos. Or in, this, in this media gallery, I only want to display images, or I can display audio. So, it's not only for images, but also for different media types. And it behaves just pretty the same as the behavior in document library display. But you can filter, like, the, spe- the specific type you want to display. And also, for example, you have the slideshow. And this really cool feature that Ilya was working on that. So you just can like click any image and it starts the li- slideshow, you can like browse the different images and if you just go into a video, a bi- like a video player is already in the slideshow, so you can even see the video during the slideshow. Mm, okay, yeah.
0: so there, there is the rest of the image gallery or media library uh stays there i thought it all goes away but then i didn't really see your presentation yeah we can say that it goes away
1: yeah we can say it goes i mean like it went away but only from like a management point of view so right now it's just a word we still keep the functionality so the user can add media from the media gallery but by default it's only a display Mm -hmm. yeah
2: but at at the same time if you're working with let's say liferay 6.0 uh, we've created a migration script so that any anytime you have an image gallery uh, available, we've migrated all the data into the document library. Um, and additionally we've we've converted all the permissions over. so you set your permissions for your image gallery. It's the same in a document or excuse me, document and media gallery library now. Um, and we we switch out the portlets uh, for for the respective um, comparable ones. But you know at, at the same time, you know what what Sergio just mentioned, uh, it's, uh, we've enhanced it as well um, to not only deal with images and documents, but also be able to manage uh, audio files and and as well as uh, video files. Um, and we do um, dynamic generation of, of previews for all these formats too. So not only do you have you know your your image thumbnails, but but for most um, Office, uh, Open Office, or Microsoft Office type of files, uh, we convert it out. In the background to create uh, previews for uh, the files, so you could go through the different pages. Um, and for the videos, you could you know watch your video. Um, we, we generate a Flash uh, a version of that video um, so that you could uh, watch it from your browser itself. Um, and s- same thing with audio that, that we have a I think it's an MPeg uh, yeah. format um, that allows that to be view- uh, not viewed but listened to. I think it's MP3. The format we're converting to. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, there's actually quite a bit of stuff in, in uh, the document and media library of
0: 6.1. Mm. I have to learn
2: new phrases then, yes. to speak
1: about the document and media library. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so right now we have it's documents nothing. and media library, we have media gallery, and documents and media library display. Yes. Oh, that's a portal name, uh, a portal name. A portal name. Yes.
0: Portal name, yeah. yeah. Document, again, document
1: and media display. library Library display. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, right now, let's say that we have like documents and media portlet that they handle every kind of document and then you have two different displays, mm-hmm. you have like media gallery or documents and media library display.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Okay. It's actually, um, you know, really, it's, it's actually the evolution of the product itself Yeah. and I mean you know, I remember when, you know, now in 6.1 we talk about uh, sites, right, which right. in 6.0 and some earlier version it was communities, and before that I remember when it was called groups, and you know, it, it, it really shows uh, how the product has evolved over the years, you know, and uh, the document library was, before was very much a rudimentary, you know, we just upload these to this, almost a file system on, on the web. Um, but now it's uh, it's actually quite quite. I mean, it's not. It, it, I I hope it's not too complicated. But I, I you know, it's, it's it's quite sophisticated. I would yeah. say. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's got a lot of um, nuances to it. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, as you as you spoke about like
0: a file storage on the web, um, I came into first contact with you, Alex, uh, when or no, not when, but with. Uh, I think it was WebDev, the WebDev mm. uh, interface for that library. Oh yes,
2: beautiful interface, yes.
0: Um, and and there are frequently like questions, uh, I'm, I'm answering questions all the time for what, what kind of interface uh, do we have, what kinds of possibilities do we have to get multiple documents at once into that. Um, and you're the back-end guy, so I guess that's the question that really is targeted to you. What other interfaces are there uh, except the HTML front-end, uh, yeah, web dev, uh, what else do we have there? Is there a change or is that uh, just mature from what we had?
2: Um, that, that's that's actually a, a very good uh, good point, uh, Olaf. Uh, because uh, yeah, we, we, we of course have had uh, web dev and, and actually SharePoint also, um, the SharePoint protocol mm-hmm. uh, we've supported for, for a while now, um, as well as the, the front end, uh, the, excuse me, the browser interface. Um, but yeah, coming up in 6.1 uh, is uh, something known as Liferay Sync, um, which is basically a mechanism that allows uh, users to be unplugged and to be able to modify their files while not being on the network, right? Because a lot of times when you're on, you know, if you're interacting with the, uh, you know, 6.0 document library, you upload a file to your browser and if you, you want to make any changes, you have to, uh, you know, download it and, you know, make your changes and whatnot. Or, or if you're, you're on your web dev, uh, you, you, you can, you know, be constantly modifying it. But if you're like, you know, you're on your mobile um, internet and you're on, on a train or something like that, hit a tunnel, you lose your connection, and you lose your file. You lose your, you know, the the, the changes that you've made. So what Liferay Sync provides is the ability for you to work offline, um, having your files on on a given directory and specify that that, uh, that directory syncs up with the Liferay repository, the, the document and media library. Um, so changes in um, your file system will be synced up with what's on um, the document and media library, and vice versa. And this is something that that happens not that that is available not only for um, Windows um, XP and above, but as well as uh, OS X and um, coming up, uh, an iPhone app and Android app uh, are, are coming out. And, and I've, uh, I've been playing around with it. That uh, the iPhone uh, product that um, that Bruno Farashi from uh, from our Brazil team uh, has been working on, so it's actually it's, it's coming t- coming together, and uh, it's um, we hope that it, it'll be a, another another area where um, you know our, our customers and, and partners will find quite useful as a technology um, to be able to to uh, synchronize data and, and, and to maintain to to be updating and changing things uh, offline. Be able to plug in and then have everything sync up. Um, so yeah, we're excited about that actually, um, and and what 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 uh, the future holds with that. Mm-hmm. Personal question:
0: uh, Do you have plans for the other operating system? That, uh, the other other operating system that you didn't name uh, for LifeRay Sync.
2: Uh, is there another one? Oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, I. I, I I'm guessing, Olaf, uh, that you as a fan of uh, Linus Torvalds <laughs> is, uh, are, are mentioning uh, Linux. Uh, of course, because I want to use it too. <clears throat> um, as of right now, um, there are no plans to make it available for Linux. Um, uh, yeah, uh, So for 6.1 at least, uh, the, the major operating systems that we're supporting are for Windows, OS X, mm-hmm. iOS and Android. Um, it's, it's a possibility, but it, it you know really um, if you if you think about it, it's actually quite a um, you know for us as as a, a development uh, in, in in the engineering uh, to be able to quali- make sure that we have the quality control for, for a Java app alone um, is 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 ch- quite challenging. But to yeah. have quality control for that as well as native applications for so many different operating systems. Is quite a challenge as well. Um, so as of right now, we're we're, we're holding off on Linux um, because you know a, a lot of times. I mean, th- this this may be a, a caricature, but a lot of times many of the end users end up being uh, OS X or Windows users. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there are the Linux uh, users as well, but uh, that's uh, that's generally the developers uh, rather than the end users who use the portal itself. Yeah. Um is the code
0: open for that? Um demon? do you know that? Do you know the license?
2: Uh as of right now it is um uh, the the client applications are ee only. Mm-hmm. Um and if I'm not mistaken uh the source would not be available for them.
0: Okay. Yes. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Olaf's making all these interesting faces. <laughs> Did you hear this product management?
0: <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to say good to hear. Uh, quite good quite good to hear, let's make it that. Uh, so 99% covered. <laughs> still amazing. I <laughs> have to be careful what I say here. Um, yeah, that's good to hear.
1: Um, I think I'm, that anyways, probably for next release, we'll be working on, on those clients. At least I was talking to Jorge yesterday, after his and he told that probably for next release, we'll be delivering for that. Yeah, but uh, that's also because Jorge is a diehard Linux fan. <laughs> <laughs> so probably I think for well, no, next release, we'll be working on that. I mean, quite for a these few we don't this have company. time for doing that, probably for next we will. There's yeah. quite a few
0: in this company um, that I've seen. Yes. Um... But
1: we'll, we'll see. So uh, all the announcements,
0: of course, uh, what will be in the next version yeah. are uh, subject to change. Uh <laughs> the disclaimer in there, without notice, without <laughs> any notice. Yeah, and
2: so what's the, what's the safe harbor the statement that everybody says? Yeah, uh, everything uh, might change. And yeah, don't don't bet on it, don't bet your… I don't know. I'm an engineer. I'm not a sales guy. <laughs> <laughs> same same yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Do you have anything else to to add? Uh, like on the front end side, that's probably all alloy and and uh, well based on that uh, tag lips.
1: Uh, yeah, I would say yes, yes. Right? Go and see it yourself. I mean, I think that we did like great job on that in the UI. We were very lucky because. We hire a new guy from Bulgaria, Ilian Peshev, and he was working from the Spanish office, so that makes like things much more easier to work. Because usually before we used to work with Nate Kavanagh, that he's based on LA. So usually when we have any question or any doubt or any issue, we have to send him an email and probably next until the next day that he will reply. But right now with Ilian it's much more easier because you just go and pick him and say, Okay, hey Ilian, take a look at this. Mm-hmm. And he's like pretty good and what he's doing so coding a lot and he's helping us like great job
0: mm-hmm. yeah he's, he's basically doing uh, LOUI core
1: yeah he's uh, like javascript expert and so he's working yeah. on LOUI with Nate and also he's helping to Spine's office because in Spine's office we're like, like Julio and mm, I think that Julio and me at least we are both working on UI like most of the time so it's very helpful to have something like some javascript expert that mm-hmm. goes and like sees your code and gives you some improvement mm-hmm. and And check what you're doing. Mm -hmm. So that's really great. I can use that as well, I think. (laughs) Can I borrow him? Yeah, depends. (laughs) He's quite busy now, so...
0: (laughs) Okay. Uh, Any other thing that we didn't yet talk about? Doesn't need to be document library. Anything that you can think of that you would like to
2: mention? Um, If you're listening to this, you should probably download the beta and help us test out the code beta 3 beta 3 or well i don't know when this is going out but <laughs> yeah I have, a, I have quite a queue
0: so uh, <laughs> it might be beta 4 it might be a release candidate uh, i hope it's not the
2: full release although i hope the full release will be out tomorrow <laughs> uh. well in any case we, we 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 hope that you are able to uh download uh, the software and help us uh, test things out um we have a team of of uh q QC and, uh, or QA, I don't know what the term is nowadays, um, that, that are you know, helping to hammer things and a lot of clients that are trying things out, but uh, really the more hands are in there, uh, the better. is, you know, it's, it's a significant architectural change uh, in, in many ways. Um, and uh, um, so yeah, we'd love to, to, to hear any feedback. And, uh, oh, and I am expecting a child soon. Uh, in December, so if if you have any bug reports, please report them before December, because otherwise uh, I won't be able to fix them. <laughs> That's my disclaimer there. <laughs> okay, but no, uh, please please do check it out. Let us know how how um, how you think uh, the document libraries are working, and uh, we'd, we'd love to hear your feedback and any improvements and Any use cases we've uh, ignored or overlooked, Uh, yeah, we'd love to hear about it.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I agree with Alex. (laughs) (laughs) What I said. (laughs) Fully agree. Excluding the kid. The baby. Excluding the baby. Yeah, actually the difference is that he's getting a baby yeah. and he's getting married. Yeah, congratulations. <laughs> oh, <Yeah. delicious. laughs> when are you getting married? May. 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 Oh, okay. But so probably May, May is released, so there's yes. no bug for that time.
2: Yes. So so while I, I won't be able to fix bugs, uh, circle will, will definitely have time until uh, May. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. Not after, yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: okay. So good to hear that from both of you, and uh, yeah, thank you very much for participating. Thank you, Olaf. Thank you, Olaf. Goodbye. And we're done. Goodbye. Bye.